Playoff time, playoff time. It's playoff time. Mitchell Lee, Tommy Grant, Nick Izzo. This is the weekly recess. We are the Jersey Nerds. How the hell are you? It's playoff time. I am excited. I'm still a little pissed off that the Dolphins couldn't pull off a fucking win against the Bills. But I'm excited. They're still in it. That's all I got to say at the moment. Cause That's all after- you got? That's all I got. I'm just after I'm waiting to see if they played can... like buns against the Bills. Like I said, I'm very upset with how they played. They definitely could have done a lot better. But now we have would be a Jaguars fan. We have an away worst. game against the Chiefs to worry about now. So that's my focus is how the hell we're going to pull off that win. All right. Well, uh, spoiler alert, you're not. <laughs> I, I I just I, I don't think that's going to happen with a hurt. With an injured Mostert and injured Waddle, and you're going into Arrowhead, and it's going to be. Do we see any chance of Mostert actually making an appearance, or we think is he ruled out? No, I think he'll play. I think he'll play. I just think it'll be more a Chan, which I I don't have a problem with. Look, but Miami has an unlimited amount of offensive weapons at the moment. Between, I mean, a Chan really stepped up this game to the point that the the fucking Bills were just targeting him left and right because they. They knew he was running every time. But between the Hill, Achan, Mosser, like and Waddle, we, we got a solid offensive line. But the I thing just for I me is don't think it's enough. I it comes back to me to Tua. And I just don't trust him on the road in these situations. But even if I take that out, even if I say, hey, I, I even if I decided to put on my stupid face for a second and say, you know what, I trust two. I think two is going to make good, smart choices. And yeah, you're missing Jalen Phillips. You're missing Bradley Chubb, and those are just two edge rushers that the Dolphins absolutely need. If yeah, we saw what happened when you get pressure on the homes. The, the Raiders were able to pressure him all night long because yep. that offensive line is vulnerable, and I just don't think the Dolphins are going to be able to take advantage of it. It's a bad matchup for Miami, which is a shame yeah. because I think that if they were able to win against Buffalo, get the two seed, you could have maybe seen them go on a. I don't. I don't think they would have I, gotten to the Super Bowl, but they could. No. They could have made the AFC Championship game. Uh, well, the other thing is, if they had, if they had won this week against Buffalo, I believe the matchup for the first round would have been against a Buffalo again. That's right. Never mind. I think they would have lost to Buffalo In that case, again. I feel like Buffalo would have won that round. Yeah, never mind. They were screwed from the jump. Yeah, which is why I'm kind of happy they lost. That way they, they can go up against a different team. You're either losing in the cold or losing in the cold. Oh, we'll see what or happens. Or I guess you're not losing in the cold against Buffalo. You're hosting Buffalo, but Miami doesn't really have a home field advantage. No. Buffalo has a distinct home field advantage. Kansas City has a home field advantage. Miami, yeah. not so much. Yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not looking forward to this weekend's game, but I'm hopeful that they'll pull something out of their ass and make something happen. But with Hill with Hill looking iffy every now and then because there's a couple of plays in the Buffalo game where you definitely saw him limping and, and he's he's fighting it, but that and Mosser, it's just between the two of them being questionable, I don't know. I, I don't I don't see things going well for them especially in the cold because we all know how well the cold affects muscles and your ability to actually run. What's your uh, matchup you're looking forward to most this week? 
My matchup that I'm looking forward to the most. Ooh. <sighs> I I've got stay. mine if you need some time to think about it. Mm. <laughs> I probably... I probably do need a little bit of time to think about it. All right, so let's go I, ahead and I, get into... I, I will jump in between, between, I'm between, revenge I'm game. Between, I'm between two games. But I'll I'll have that in about like five minutes. To, to give Nick another minute to think, for me, because I know the Dolphins are probably going to lose, so my, the game I'm excited to watch is the Steelers versus the Bills because I feel like that's going to be a scrappy shit show of a game that's going to be fun to watch. All right, I'm literally going on uh, – I, I gave – my fiance, I'm like, all right, we can go do uh tour wedding venues at two o'clock on Sunday. And I was really hoping that there wouldn't be a great game on. And when I saw it with Steelers Bills, I'm like, oh, thank God. I do not want to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers play playoff football under any yeah. circumstances. No, I don't want to well, see Mason. Rudolph. You're a much more don't intense watch football it. fan than I am. I, I'm not a very intense football fan. I enjoy watching the Dolphins games. I enjoy watching Bills games because I think they're somewhat fun to watch. But no other teams I, I religiously follow and care about if they win or lose. So it's just I'll tell you I'll tell you what I'm really looking forward to, and that's the Rams and the Lions. That Matt Stafford making his, his uh, return too. to Detroit, Jared Goff going against the team that dumped him. And these are just two teams that the Lions play very well-rounded offensive football. They can throw the ball all over the yard. They can run the ball on you. The Rams are red hot right now. And if you don't know Kyron Williams, you, you're going to find out. Because I think that the Rams are going to be able to move the ball, whether it's with Kyron Williams or Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. I think Stafford has a big game. I'm rooting for the Lions so hard because this is their first home playoff game at Ford Field ever. And as a fan of a long-suffering franchise that wants to see my team succeed and have a home playoff game, I'm so happy for Lions fans that they're going to be able to experience that. However, I think it's going to be an L. I think the Rams are going to come in there and they're going to keep it going. McVay has proven that he can make things happen in the playoffs. He's a proven winner at this time of the year with Stafford, with Cup, with Aaron Donald. And I I, I don't think the Rams are going to go on some stupendous run, but I think they go to Detroit and they get the job done. But I think this is going to be like a 38-34 type game. Well, yes, Nick. <laughs> yes, uh, so... Uh, looking at uh, the games again, and you uh, pretty much mentioned one of the games that I was going back and forth between because I think the quarterback story is just too good not to enjoy it, especially if you you know call yourself a football fan. I mean, when was I? I I really can't think offhand, but when was the last time you saw you know the, the two quarterbacks that were traded for each other? face each other in you know in in a playoff matchup like this the um, only time i can think of is i know that the broncos played the colts when they had and it wasn't a direct trade but it right. kind of was the broncos had peyton manning who the colts got rid of to take andrew luck mm -hmm. and andrew luck and the colts won that game in denver 
So yeah. that's the closest thing I can think of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and I I didn't even think of that. So that's a that's a great that's a great example. But yeah. Besides that, I really can't think of one right now. If there if there are any others, then kudos to any listeners who are that knowledgeable but um yeah i think the story there is just is just too good not to enjoy it and then um i gotta say i think the other game we're really excited for is the uh the niners against the bye week i'm really excited to see what the bye week is going to come in store uh against the run game i'm just kidding um the packers and the cowboys uh i really would love to see the Cowboys lose to Jordan Love. They're not and going to. Although Jordan blocked. Love looks great right now. I just I would love to uh feed off of the tears of Cowboys fans. Just it's just oh it's, Wouldn't it's, we it's all beautiful. It's just I one, one I don't beautiful run things, into I Cowboys think, fans the same way that you guys do. And I am, I don't think I've ever been more fascinated about the Cowboys in the playoffs because if I had an MVP vote, if they gave me an MVP vote, it would go to Dak Prescott. I think that Dak Prescott has played the best quarterback in the NFL, and this MVP has kind of become the quarterback award. I'd give it to Dak. And I think that he's going to carve up green Bay's defense and Jordan loves going to have a bit of a rough game. He'll be fine. He had a fantastic year played great, but the playoffs are a different animal and I can't wait to see how that goes. Also Browns and Texans is interesting because Joe Flacco only been the quarterback for about four or five games. And everyone wants this kind of like, kind of like Stafford and, and the lions Deshaun Watson versus the Texans. Well, Deshaun Watson's not playing. Joe Flacco's playing. And you got a rookie quarterback who just basically won a playoff game last week playing his balls off against the Colts and C.J. Stroud to to get to this spot to win the division. Can the rookie, because rookies in the playoffs, rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs have a checkered past. It's it's not always uh, you know sunshine and rainbows for rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs, but C.J. Stroud going up against this Browns defense has the potential to be disastrous, or an opportunity for C.J. Stroud to really put it on the table. Like I'm here, and I'm not going anywhere for a decade and a half. Yeah, I'm not really quite sure what the outcome of that game is going to be. I, I think, I think the Browns will probably end up winning this round. They, they've kind of been the surprising team for me. I never really thought much of the Cleveland Browns, but again, I don't really know too much about these teams to really give a good opinion either way. But I think the Browns will end up winning this one. Browns have a strong defense. They they are just loaded on defense. And the Texans, I props to them for getting here. And they are yeah. set up very well for the future. But I just think that the Browns defense is going to be too much. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, even though they, the Browns, they get pretty much trampled this past week by the Bengals, but 
And uh, they had their start. They had their starters out. They weren't really. Yeah. Uh, they weren't really. Pl- they they were locked into the five seed. They had nothing to play for. And then the game that we haven't talked about yet is Eagles Buccaneers, and that's probably because both teams feel like they kind of backed into the playoffs. Eagles yeah. have looked terrific the last few weeks, and Tampa didn't have any offense against the Saints. And to all four of you who watched them play the Panthers, they Ooh. could not put points on the board in that, that game. That was a very rough game to watch. I, I only watched the first half of that game. It, it just they had everything to going play on. for. They had everything yeah, to play for, and they best. won nine nothing. They scored nine yeah. points. They have not been able to score offensively, and the Eagles have had a lot of trouble as well. So both teams just kind of feel like, yeah, we're in the playoffs. But I, I don't uh, even think I want to watch that game either. I feel like the Eagles Buccaneers game is just going to be a very sloppy game to watch. It probably will be. Yeah, you're you're right well, on that. It's probably going to be a. a a rough game to watch and whoever wins this game is probably going to have a rough go the next week. Yeah. But I, I think the Eagles win because of Jalen hurts ability to just make plays. They have more playmakers than Tampa does. And I, I just have a little bit more faith in them and that offensive line that I do Tampa's. That's all. I, I, I don't like any of their prospects long-term. And I think if the Eagles, I think if, if the Saints were the team that were the NFC South champion in the four seed, I'd pick the Saints to win over the Eagles. But I I can't pick Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see Tampa winning that one. Especially with how they play against the fucking Panthers, who are just the shitter of this season. It's just, if you can't pull off a... A strong win against that team. It's you're not looking good. And that's kind of why I. That's kind of why I'm excited about the Steelers Bills game out of majority of the games because I feel like they're kind of both oddball teams where they're not bad teams but they're not great teams and I think they'll have a good fight against each other. Whereas the other games are going to be a little more. I think we'll have a better idea of who's going to win before the game even starts. Like, Dolphins-Chiefs, as much as I want my Dolphins to win, it's pretty clear the Chiefs are going to win that one. Eagles-Buccaneers, pretty clear the Eagles are probably going to win that one. The Rams and Lions are, are that's probably going to be the closest matchup, I think, of all the games, though. Like Mitchell said, I, I think that's going to be the the game to watch this weekend. The thing that excites me the most about playoffs is it feels it feels completely different than the regular season because it is completely different than the regular season. But the thing yeah, that the I stakes, like the, the most stakes are so much higher. The stakes are so much higher, but it separates a guy like Eli Manning, who hasn't won any MVPs, hasn't made any All Pro teams, isn't setting a bunch of you know regular season passing records or anything. And it can elevate him so much higher if he plays on a you know elite level, a clutch level in games like this. It can take someone like that who probably wouldn't be a Hall of Famer and yeah. turn him into someone who's probably going to be in Canton. Yeah, because everybody, so, everybody's willing to take a lot more risk. So let me ask the question. What quarterback has the most to gain legacy-wise 
from a Super Bowl championship this year? Jared Goff. And please explain. That's an interesting answer. I think uh, that just is the first that like just popped into the front of my brain. And I think if uh, if if he were to somehow, some way, through through the miracle of 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 life, bring the Lions to the Super Bowl and 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 win, I think he would just be praised as 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 as, as a hero of of his people. Honestly, I mean, it's a just hero like, of his people, a hero of his people. That's right. A hero of his people. Whatever that means, he would be a hero because he a would just bring a championship right. to Detroit to which they would probably would have never have thought they would see. And I think that would just be the story of uh, of the century. Tommy, that's right. Of the century. A hero to his people. I, I don't know how to follow up on the story of the on, century. I don't know you don't even, you don't even, you don't even, you don't even know how I, how to follow up on that. And again, as being the bigger the, than nine eleven, Jared Goff won a Super Bowl with the Rams. It's being the sports <laughs> dummy of COVID. the group. I don't know all the quarterbacks by heart and how all their backstories and their their tales to be told, as Nick would probably put it, but. I'm going to be by like, I agree with Jared Goff that that'd be the Lions going to the Super Bowl and winning would be a huge deal. But I'm going to be biased against my team too. Is if Tua manages to pull off a even just a Super Bowl appearance, I'm going to win. Like, I don't even know when, when was the question last time? was Super Bowl win, Tommy. I know, but I'm if they can pull off another Super Bowl win, that'd be fantastic because I don't even know when another. the last time. 1972 or 73. Yeah, that's my point. The, the last we, time the Dolphins, fun fact, the last time the Dolphins won a playoff game, it was the very first playoff game I ever watched back in the year 2000. It's been 24 well, years or 23 years since. My, my point stands as that the Dolphins have not had any sort of Super Bowl success in the last few decades. Tua with how hot the Miami Dolphins team has been this season. And I think they definitely kind of re- revitalized the franchise and everybody's kind of excited about the Dolphins now, which was never the case. Even do- most Dolphins fans just kind of accepted. We aren't a great team. Whereas if they can pull off a Super Bowl win this year, that would be huge. I mean, that would lock in all of the offensive players would definitely be looked at a lot more. I mean, Achan, Mossert, Hill, they've been they've had phenomenal seasons this year. I mean, they've broken all sorts of records. They've been pretty much top ranked in, in the NFL with all you know passing and rushing yards for the season. So I mean Miami's been great. So I think if Tua was able to actually like bring it to the big picture and actually get a Super Bowl win, I don't know. You guys are both dead wrong. Okay, of there are two so. guys that stand. How did ahead I know you were going to that? Two the, guys that stand ahead of this everyone was an else. Opinion question. Yes, but you can have a wrong opinion. It'd be like if I asked you what was the best. Only Mitchell died. Mitchell Mitchell is the only one that speaks the truth here. If I said what was the best movie of twenty twenty three, and you said Aquaman two, I'd be like, well, that's just a wrong opinion. 
That's just well, not for that. Not you'd true. have to listen to the press play action podcast. There you go. Cross pro- <laughs> cross cross promotion, baby. You knew what there I was going go. for. All right. So uh, there are two that stand above everyone else. Uh, I'll start with Josh Allen. If he's able to win a Super Bowl in Buffalo, it would put all of the Josh Allen is overrated talk to bed, and it would put him in the conversation of being up there with guys like uh, a Ben Roethlisberger or an Eli Manning. And you could really start to have those Josh Allen Hall of Fame conversations. I don't know if I'm quite there just yet, but it gets to the point where it'd be hard almost for him to not make the Hall of Fame with the level of success he's had so far this decade. You stack a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP on top of that. going to be tough to avoid, especially after he just led the NFL in touchdowns this season. But the number one guy, and I don't even think it's remotely close, it's Lamar Jackson. I think that if Lamar Jackson, he just he's going to win his second MVP. Wouldn't get my vote. My vote would go to Dak Prescott, but Lamar is going to win it. And I'm not even mad about that. Lamar would be my second place. Uh, Lamar is going to get his second MVP. And if he wins the Super Bowl this year, it would be gigantic for a number of reasons. Because one, it would put to bed. It should have been put to bed by him winning MVP and being successful and people just watching the damn sport of football. But the whole, like, I want my quarterback to be quarterbacky. I want my quarterback to play quarterback a certain type of way. It would completely put that to bed if Lamar Jackson was the face and the reason why the Baltimore Ravens won the Super Bowl. It would also cement him. You could start carving the bus now. If he wins the Super Bowl, He's in the Hall of Fame. I think that winning MVP two times puts you in there automatically. But if you win the Super Bowl, you might as well start doing it now. And it's even more important to me because if he does not win, then he starts getting called the James Harden, the Chris Paul of the NFL. Because, and I did a little, I did a weird little experiment the other day. I went back to 1970 in the NFL. And I looked at all the teams. Oh. I went to uh, all the teams with the uh, the top record in the league that year, and if there were like a lot, like if there are like two or three teams tied for the best record, I went ahead and I took the team with the best point differential, and I just had the best team from that year, and kind of uh, just appointed it every year up until this season, and there are only two quarterbacks that were quarterbacks for those teams that had the best team that year or the team with the best record that did not win the Super Bowl multiple times. And those two quarterbacks are Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. Peyton Manning won two rings, one with the Colts, one with the Broncos. He had the best team twice with the Colts and twice with the Broncos. So he's missing missing a ring for both of those teams, if, if, if you're following me. But he already he has two rings, and he had a ring with the Colts. Aaron Rodgers had a ring before the Packers ever had the best team. If Lamar Jackson was to not win this season, he would join that list without a ring because they had the best year in 2019 as well, and he won MVP in that season. So I think there's a lot of pressure for Lamar Jackson to avoid the choke and these playoffs and avoid catching the moniker of being the guy that can't win these types of games. 
I think there's a lot of pressure on him for that. And, and going back to Josh Allen for a second, I think if they were to win the Super Bowl, I think this would be the first Super Bowl win for the Bills, if I'm correct. Yes, it would. And it would so. get past their history in the 90s of losing four straight Super Bowls to open up that decade. So it would undo a long, like you said, with the Dolphins and like what you said with the Lions, it would have that history, that that stink that's kind of followed around that franchise. And he'd take that off, whereas Lamar Jackson wouldn't quite have that because they won in 2000 and they won in 2012 with Joe Flacco. Yep. I also think it would be interesting if the Cowboys won which I know Nick is shooting daggers at me with his eyes right now, but (laughs) if Dak Prescott won a Super Bowl for Dallas, did the thing that Tony Romo couldn't do, done the thing that Dallas has just been unable to do for years, they've been unable to get to the NFC Championship game. They just have kept falling short. If Dak, after all the criticism that he's received the last few years, gets the team the Super Bowl and wins that thing, that's taking Dak to a whole nother level where we can start having conversations about him maybe making the Hall of Fame someday. I'm not there just yet with Dak, obviously, but it opens a door that most people thought was slammed shut. So let's go ahead and start just getting into predictions. What do we think? Who Who's taking this thing home? Tommy, I'll open with you. Taking this thing home as in Super Bowl altogether? Yes, that's what take this thing home means. Well, I don't know if we're talking about the, you know, <laughs> the wild card round or if we're talking about, you know. Yes, taking home the wild card round. So who's going to win the wild card trophy? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, for Super Bowl, I, I want the Bills to win at this point. I, I don't think my Dolphins have any chance in hell of getting it to the Super Bowl round. Maybe we'll get lucky by some miracles chance. But I, I would like the Bills to take it. That's my prediction. All right, Nick. I uh, I I think you guys might have seen my uh my my bracket that I that I filled out a little bit ago. I uh I went with the Baltimore Ravens. I think they are going to win over the uh, San Francisco 49ers. I just I, I think they have the most complete team, and I think for uh, a lot of the things that Mitchell laid out with Lamar Jackson, I think that's the reason that he is going to propel his team forward, and, uh, and they're going to get that ring. And as we know, Connor's obviously not here with us, but he also predicted the Ravens beating the 49ers in the Super Bowl. So Nick and Connor seem to be on the same mind mind track there. Everyone has the Niners getting to the Super Bowl. But, but not me. Not me. Because you know I why? Because have... you have the right predictions. That's why. I don't know about that. I think that that will be told by time. But I have. I do have the Ravens getting to the Super Bowl. I think that they make it. But I think that Dak and the Cowboys just find a way. I think this is the year that Dallas finally gets over the hump. And gets it done. And I know Nick, not a very big fan of that prediction. And I promise, I, I promise, this is not, this is not what I want to happen. I kid. I kid. I, 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 I want either Detroit to win. I honestly wouldn't mind Buffalo winning, just because I, I know I'm an AFC East fan, but 
Tommy, I'm not I'm not talking about you right here, but 99% of Dolphins fans are just idiots, and I hate them so much. Um, the Patriots fans are just spoiled beyond belief. Most of them aren't too bad. Uh, they save the worst stuff for baseball season, but just spoiled beyond belief. Um, I don't mind Bills would fans we, at would all. Would we Bills call Bills that the Brady effect? Bills fans, uh, something like that. Bills fans are passionate. Bills fans love their team. I like Bills fans. I like yeah, I like Josh it's Allen. A fun, so. It's a fun team to watch. Yeah, exactly. I've got, I'd have no problem with the Bills winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I just I think that this is Dallas's year. It feels like it. It feels like the year where they create turnovers in the playoffs. Dak plays well. Now that being said, and the fact that I just said that. Jordan Love is probably going to throw for 450 yards, five touchdowns, and Dak Prescott's going to throw three interceptions as the Cowboys lose in the Mike McCarthy revenge game, 35-10. to 10. And I look like a complete doofus. So that's – but that's the that's the risk you take with making predictions is yeah. sometimes you'll come across like we, a genius and other times you'll look like a complete idiot. I, I'm sure someone at some point this weekend will be facing lots of ridicule from the rest of us depending on – how these games play out. We'll just have to yeah. see what happens. I'll give Nick uh, credit, I guess is the word, for taking the Packers. Uh, having the Lions getting to the uh, NFC Championship game was uh, it was an interesting call that no one else had. Um, yeah. No one else really went out, out on a limb like that. So uh, Connor joined you in taking Tampa over Phil, I, I guess, Everyone took Tampa over Philly except me. I was the only one that took Philly. Huh. That's interesting. And Nick and Connor both took the Texans to beat the Browns. So you guys both have faith in uh, CJ Stroud to navigate that defense. And I'm the only one to take the Rams over the Lions. So it'll be a fun playoffs. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be nice to not have... It looks like we're going to have a new winner. Unless Mahomes and the Chiefs figure it out, it looks like we're going to have someone, some quarterback, taking home the Lombardi for the first time, and I cannot wait to see who it is. Yep. So that'll wrap things up for our playoff preview episode of the Weekly Recess. Thanks for listening once again. I'm Mitchell Lee signing off for Nick Izzo, Tommy Grant, and... I was going to say the dearly departed Connor Vandermark, but he's not dead. He'll be with us next week. Uh, so we'll get to hear from him and his thoughts on the, the wild card week of action. Thanks for tuning in and talk to you next week.